I'm Keith. And I'm John. And this is Armadoodle. Your somewhat reliable source of information for most things, John. Most things, Keith, including scary extinct creatures that we're glad aren't alive anymore. Heck yeah. How you doing, John, man? I'm good. I'm excited about this one. Oh, I'm glad it's Friday, man. Yeah, me too. Got the Sweet 16. I know everybody's excited about the Auburn Tigers out there. Oh, yeah. Or the North Carolina Tar Heels. Who's that? No, I'm just kidding. Or the... No, I'm good, man. I'm glad another week's gone by. Chill out and do a podcast, man. That's right, brother. Glad to be with my flummadiddlers out there. But first, John. But first, we want to tell about Widow's Link. That's right. Everybody, did we? We're going to try to figure out if we can put a direct link on our Facebook page to make it really easy to go and give to Widow's Link. Yeah. So we've told you about that before. Most people do know about GoFundMe, and you can Go find Fund it on me. there by you searching can search for Flumadiddle. That's one M, not two, because two is a dessert. F L U M A D I D D L E Flumadiddle. The best marketing name ever. Ever, because <laughs> there's not a lot of that stuff out there. That's so right. go give to the GoFundMe and help the Widows. All right, so um, today we are talking about extinct animals that we are glad are extinct, and you are too, guarantee it. And we have a special guest with us today. We had a world-renowned paleontologist, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, we had uh, John's boy on the podcast for the uh, cryptids, right? The cryptids, yes, we did. So this is my boy, world-renowned paleontologist Nathan Clay, age 10, and he's got a couple of animals he wants to talk about to you that um he's All glad right. is extinct let's go nathan what you well, got mr clay welcome to flumadiddle thank you the first one i got is a megalodon a megalodon a megalodon how you say that again megalodon so, okay so nathan what is a megalodon it was the lo- it was the extinct shark that was the largest shark and fish to ever live it was right. So they did a movie about that here recently, yeah. didn't they? The yeah. Meg. What did you think about that movie, Nathan? Kind of creepy. It was creepy. That's a creepy shark. That thing is huge. You know what I think of, John, when I think of the Megalodon? What's that? That picture of that guy that's standing inside the jaw. Oh, yeah. You know I've what seen I'm talking that. about? Oh, I the, have. The fossil. Standing yeah. inside the jaw. Now, actually, um, where is it, uh, Nathan? Was it the uh, aquarium in Gatlinburg, I believe, has a model of the fossil and you can kind of stand there and see how big it inside the megalodon's oh mouth speaking well tell us something else man what you got speaking of how big it was its height could reach up to 60 to 70 feet high Ooh. Ooh. how heavy was it its estimate its estimate maximum weight is over 60 tons 60 tons wow i bet it had some big old teeth too didn't it mm-hmm. how big was it? it their teeth were over seven inches long Ooh. wow that's Man, a big old tooth. Inches. I saw one. A guy had a picture of like what they thought was a megalodon tooth, and it was like big, as big as his hand. And everyone knows the teeth are in a jaw. So let's get talking about the jaw. The jaw could absolutely. Be, the jaw could be up to seven feet. Um, Wide. Wide, yeah. Seven, Seven feet, feet wide, wide man. Wow, Holy that's cow. That's amazing. And he could he ate wells for like breakfast and dinner. So let me ask you this, Nathan. Um, where did they find the the uh, megalodon? Like. Where do they live? Yeah, they, where do they live, live all over the world. All over the world. So this isn't one of those animals like if you lived in America, you're okay. Right. It's this right there everywhere. in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, man. it was all over. You go down to Gulf Shores or Panama City and the megalodon might eat you for dinner. You know where the megalodon live? Everywhere. Wherever it wanted to. Absolutely. <laughs> it did. And the jaw wasn't just the seven feet wide. It wasn't just seven feet wide. It was also known for the most powerful bite ever known. 
the most wow, powerful yeah. bite ever. I read known. something like thirty to forty thousand uh, pounds per square inch or something like that. Yeah, that's insane, man. That's like now. Let me think of. Let me tell you this now. Sharks are already kind of scary. I saw this thing, and I have to say, Shark Week on Discovery Channel disappointed me when they did a fake documentary about the megalodon a few years back, and I haven't oh, yeah. watched Shark Week since. So I have personally boycotted Shark uh, Discovery Channel Shark Week because of that. But anyway, they did do this one thing on um, Shark Week one time where this guy was trying to prove that bull sharks were not naturally aggressive. Right. And he was just like amidst of them, feeding them. And while he was feeding, all, all of a sudden this bull shark come up and just took his calf off in about half a second. I mean, and it, it just went up, wiggled a little, and his calf was I'm gone. I'm sorry, that's not funny. It's not funny. But, but if but you've got little enough sense I know, right? to be in the midst of a herd of bull sharks, <laughs> <laughs> feeding them. So anyway, what I imagine when I think of this megalodon, though, is what, it, what if it being that big could still move that quickly? I mean, it'd be right. able to take like a tanker ship and just destroy it That's in a matter of seconds, you know? Worse than the Kraken. Just yeah. like in the movie, it takes out a submarine like it's nothing. That's there right. The movie was cool if you hadn't seen it. You know. Well, what else we got, man? You got another big scary monster from the I prehistoric got, past? I got one more, and it's called right. the Titan Boa. The Titan Boa. It was Ooh. not only the biggest snake that ever lived. It was the largest snake to ever live. It was... 42 to 49 feet long. Ooh, that's long wow. as his house. That's big. And did it, how much did it weigh? It weighed as much as a car. Wow, that's a big old snake. A big snake, man. All right, so what? how did it kill people? It was a boa. Is that like a boa constrictor? Was Did it constrict? It could constrict 400 pounds and uh, five square inches. No, 400 pounds a square inch. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 400 Ooh, pounds a lot, square man. inch. Wow, that's amazing. That's like putting a really big fat person on your thumb, but everywhere all over your whole body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. At the same time. All around. All around. Crushing you to the inside. What else about the Titan Boa? You got any other facts or things you want to share I about? I got one more. It could eat up to several people in a day. Wow. So if there were people around during that time. You better watch out, man. They're going to eat you for dinner. Yeah. Like, what's the point of running right now? That's right, yeah. See it? You're just and, uh, and I read, I think, that it was much, much larger than anaconda. So we've seen those movies where the anacondas are like ninjas, and they yeah. take people down, and they're really not like that. But anyway, this thing was... But maybe the Titan Boa was. Yeah, right? this thing was probably twice the size of an anaconda. So this thing was massive. Pretty big, yeah. man. Well, awesome, man. Well, thanks for sharing with us, Nathan. Did you have fun? Yes, sir. Letting the people know what's up with all this, and glad they're not around, like, eating us and crushing us to death? Yeah. Well, awesome, th man. Thanks for your input. input well, thanks for buddy. coming on, man. Love you. Love you. Bye. All right, Keith. Well, as we move on to the next prehistoric, or maybe not even prehistoric, you never know what I have down here, uh -oh. but a extinct creature. What you got, man? What's your first extinct creature? All right. So my, I'll go ahead and just talk about the one that was in the promo video this week that was preparing us for this episode. The uh, Dinosuchus. Which right. was a gator. Oh, it's basically yeah. an alligator. Right? But it That's was the. Awesome. It was actually the second biggest gator or croc. But the the biggest lived in the ocean, and so it would be less of a threat to humans. You know, right? This gator was more like a, the gators we know, like in Florida and stuff. It lived, okay. uh, you know, water, but also land. It actually. It's just a big giant version of that kind of thing. Yes, they believe that it actually would go uh, toe to toe with the T Rex and other dinosaurs. 
Um, it was, let's see, just a few facts. 80 to 73 million years ago, 11,000 pounds is how much it weighed. 11,000. God, 35 dude, feet long. Ooh. With a bite force of over 23,000 pounds. So it could literally crush a Hummer in its jaws. That and is fit a big, a Hummer crikey, its mate. Yeah, it's a big old crikey. I yeah. bet Steve would have loved to have seen that mug. So just in comparison, the largest uh, gator we have in recent history is about 19 to 20 pounds, uh, 19 to 20 feet, around 2,400 pounds with a 3,700 pound bite force. So this is... So much more than that. Quite a magnitude larger than that. Yeah. And just comparison on the bite force of T-Rex's bite force is about right around 13,000 pounds. So it's like nearly double. Oh, man. The T-Rex's bite so force. So if he gets a hold of you, it's over. Yeah, this thing was Even massive. I'm already a little bit scared of gators anyway. So just a massive yeah, gator, that just sounds bad to me. Exactly, man. And, uh, you know, gators can run and, and burst uh, about, what, 20 miles an hour or something they're like fast. that. Yeah, they're pretty quick. They are fast. I mean, the average humans, uh, we'll talk about this for other reasons in the podcast, too. This this can relate to several of these animals, but the average human's max speed is like 15 to 17 miles per hour. Right. Like the fastest human ever was uh, what, Usain Bolt, Bolt right. and it was like 28 miles an hour. But the average max speed is like 15 to 17 miles per hour. Right. So you if you're, run if that you're above that, no, time. you're not. Yeah, you're not outrunning these, these animals, so. Awesome, right, man. What's your first one, man? My first one, let's see. I'm going to do one that is more recent, Keith. All right. And I'm going to tell you, it is the largest carnivorous marsupial. A marsupial? That sounds like a word for the day, John. Yes, it is. Marsupial. marsupial. All right, Keith, what distinguishes a marsupial from other creatures? Do you know? I don't know, because I don't know what a marsupial is. <laughs> Well, there is one marsupial here in North America, Keith. Oh, really? It is the opossum. Oh, really? That is related to the o-kangaroo. So you've got a scary opossum. And then, Well, not really. So let's take it back over. When we think of marsupials, we think of Australia. Yeah, um, with kangaroos. Kangaroo. That's a marsupial. So the name, the official name is a thylacine. That sounds like a medicine. I know, you know, it does kind of, but it also sounds like a cryptid, man. Yeah, it kind of does. Which, yeah. interestingly enough, we're going to get to a more common name. It's called the Tasmanian tiger. Oh. So it was a giant marsupial. It was kind of shaped like a dog with oh, wow. a rodent-like tail and zebra stripes. Oh, I think I've seen pictures of that thing, yeah. And it's also known by some as the vampire dog. Oh, And gosh. was accused of drinking blood, although there's not really a whole lot of uh, evidence that that's the case. As yeah, far but, as, it, but it probably did. It probably did, yeah. man. Like a chupacabra. I'm telling you, see, it's like got this <clears throat> chupacabra vibe to it. Well, I thought about that, John, when I was studying some of these, um, because this one's actually not on my list, but the I came across this one called the Gigantopithecus. Yeah, Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus. It's kind of like a Bigfoot type thing. Yeah, big, a big like orangutan. 10-foot tall orangutan. Yeah. But they said, though, that the way that its jaw was, it's very possible that it actually walked bipedally like we do. What about that? So, man, and, this, and it actually lived 100,000 years ago, which they think humans could have lived as late as uh, 200,000 years right. ago. So that means it was with humans. And what if the, the stories were just passed down from generation to generation? Cryptus, and that's where man. Bigfoot Here we came from. Here you know what I mean? But Keith, anyway, you know what? Moving on. Yes, go ahead. We're going to get back to the Tasmanian tiger. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I didn't mean moving on from yours. I mean moving I'm back. Just moving back to yours. But interestingly enough, right, Keith. What's next? No, check this out. <laughs> 
probably what caused him to be extinct, the old tiger, was dogs, hunting, and disease. The last Tasmanian tiger died at Hobart's Bomaris Zoo in 1936, Keith. Oh, okay. So we have examples of them, like yeah. uh, stuffed, stuffed ones, yeah, kind of ones that are oh. still alive. So interestingly enough, man, not real big, twenty-five inches high, sixty pounds, like a good medium large dog kind of thing. Yeah, but very freaky looking. And to me, the face almost looked like a hyena-ish. But so we probably have yeah. like uh, diaries of, of people who have come across these things, right? Well, interestingly enough, this is where the little cryptid connection comes back in, is because although it's known to be extinct, they've never found one since 1936 in the wild, but there's been hundreds of proposed sightings. Ah, so it may have, it may now be a cryptid, huh? It may be a cryptid, which puts me in the mind around here, man. You know, there's every now and then there's a sighting of maybe a mountain lion or a black, a large black cat, and people are like, "Oh, yes. that, that can't exist around here." But there's people that swear they've seen mountain lion or a big black like puma type yeah. cat in this area. Man, my wife's one of them. So she saw a mountain lion, not a black one, but right. she saw. A, I she think to be I might have seen something like that yeah. dead, like roadkill. You passed it. I saw it well enough to know it wasn't a deer, but it was at least as large as a deer. And right. I don't know what other mammal that size would be. Well, that's what she a said. Dog, the way maybe, she said yeah. the way it was moving, it was in a field, right. and she was on a porch seeing a patient, and, and uh, the way it was moving, it didn't move like anything but like a cat. Right. But right. Uh, and and the patient told her it was a mountain lion. That's that's okay. that's where she got that from. Was from him. But anyway, you know, um, my thing is, I think we probably have them, but not a huge population of them because we don't have roadkill. You know. Right. So they probably trickle down here from the mountains. But maybe, yeah. maybe. All right, what's your next uh, critter? All right, so this is a bear dog. Bear dog. An All amphicyan right. is the technical oh, name. Oh yeah, for it. I know the epicyan. Yeah, it's a. It, this would have looked like a cross between a wolf and a grizzly. It was about, and there was another. Uh, there was another one that was similar to this, but it wasn't the same thing. But anyway. This one got from anywhere from 400 to 1,000 pounds. That's a big old Would dog. Would you spell that E-P-I-C-A-Y-O-N? No, this was A-M-P-H-I-C-Y-O-N. Oh, I wonder if they were related. They may have been Because I've got one that's similar to this. I saw it's the one you're wolf. talking about, yeah. It's bigger than mm -hmm. a dire wolf. Okay, so this yeah. is a little different, but maybe different. in that family. Yeah, if you, if you search extinct bear dog, okay. you can find this one. It lived about 38 million years ago. Okay, I got you. All right, so here's the thing about this, man, is, all right, so grizzlies can run up to about 40 miles an hour. A golden retriever yeah, can run fast. about 35 miles an hour. But a golden retriever is technically quicker than a grizzly, right? right? The grizzly's running so fast because it's so big. Okay. But the golden retriever is much, much smaller and can much run almost agile. much more agile. So think about putting the agility of a dog into a grizzly bear. Yeah, that's not good. So that's kind of what this thing was. And uh, so, it, like I said, it lived about 38 million years ago, and it's kind of like a huge wolf bear-like creature. But I All would right. not want to come across one I wouldn't want to have anything to do with him, man. I don't like him a bit. All right. So what you got, man? All right, Keith. I had to do this one because it's one of the more popular ones, Keith. Its official name is the Smilodon. Oh, yeah. Also known as the saber-toothed cat or the saber-toothed tiger. There was quite a few. I think we couldn't get away without doing the Smilodon, man. Absolutely. There was quite a few saber-toothed cats. There were. Varied in size. You know, the La Brea Tar Pits is well known for finding carcai 
yeah. are actually bound well preserved because of that environment that that is so anyway interestingly enough they think maybe you know maybe small prey animals gathered around those pits right in the past and bada bing bada boom so uh anyway north america what i tried to find keith was something that we might have run into if you lived around here you know however many thousands of millions of years ago so which i this, did exactly not known that about me well i was beginning to wonder <laughs> I'm so a this vampire. was a vampire. <laughs> so as little as thirteen thousand years ago, right? You know what's really scary about this? So we've all seen the pictures of a saber toothed tiger, yeah. But let's imagine this creature exists, right? Maybe forty eight inches high at his shoulders. So yeah, pretty big. Yeah, it's you know, real big. four feet tall, up to uh, four hundred ninety to eight. Well, no, actually, the ones here weren't that heavy. Yeah, they had different species. The North American of them. ones were a little lighter, 200, like 300 pounds. Saber tooths, and then they had like shorter saber tooth teeth. And, right. Yeah, they had different sizes. There were different, were different ones, types. but the South yeah. American one could be upwards of 490 to 880 pounds. Yeah, I even got um, some stats saying up to a little over 1,000. Man. Yeah. And a Smilodon, though, itself, 11 inch fangs. Wow. 11 inches. Six that to 11 insane. inch fangs, man. That is serious business. So, of course, they ate stuff like bison. They hunted big, big, yeah. large mammals that they could eat for dinner. And, Keith, here's the scariest part about this. Generally speaking, large cats are solitary hunters. Yes. Most of them. Right. But there's some evidence to suggest that these hyper-carnivores may have hunted in packs. Wow. So you have, like, not just one saber-toothed tiger coming at you but think of a wolf pack where this team of like 10 to 12 of them right is like hunting down their prey together so they were like a little bit stockier than most of your agile cats today but and they did but that's not really the way they hunted they i read they probably could run about 30 miles an hour a little bit slower than some of your tigers and she is fast enough though yeah it's faster than me that's all that matters (laughs) you know and so um Anyway, the one of the species you were talking about that was so big was called the S. The species S stands for species, but populator species, which that word means destroyer. All right. Yeah. There you go. The and destroyer. So this, yeah, this thing was just a beast of an animal that you would not want to come across. All right, um, Keith. All right, you man. Got, that's the Smilodon, man. What you got after the Smilodon? Okay, the right. saber toothed tigre. I got a couple more. How many more you want to do? Um, you do one and I do one, then we'll see what what our time's like. Okay, sounds good. This one was called a Caprosuchus. A Caprosuchus. Which was basic. It's another gator-type creature, but this was a little different because it had long legs, and so it was like more of a, wa- a land dweller. A wham-wheeler. It was a more of a land dweller. Oh, that's kind of scary. Than it was like a kind of aquatic-type beast. Right. So you're talking about like basically a gator who could, you know go anywhere instead of stay close to the waters right and it was huge it's 20 feet long about 2,000 pounds so probably about as big as our largest crocs and gators today but much more agile and had the ability to go to more places um so So to imagine like a big giant freaking croc on stilts that could run around on and eat stuff and then you know kind of chill out later in the water if he wanted to right i don't like it i don't like it either it was uh about 100 to 93 million years ago it lived which was with the dinosaurs and it uh, most of the paleontologists believe that it was a dino eater all right that it would actually feast on Get dinosaurs some sort of dinosaurs yeah. and chomp them yeah all right 
Well, I've got another one, and you, you if you've got another one after that, we'll do it. But let me okay. tell you about something that lived in what we call New Zealand. Only just five or 600 years ago did it go extinct. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was called Haast's Eagle. Uh, H-A-A-S-T-S. Is that really big eagle? Really, really freaking big eagle. So imagine about a 40-pound eagle. Wow. With a seven to eight foot wingspan. God, it had the body and wings of a giant eagle, legs and bill stronger than any modern vulture, and feet and claws as big as a modern tiger. Wow. That's huge. And so guess what they think that this thing generally ate for dinner? Humans. The, well, <laughs> interestingly enough, the Maori, who are kind of uh, blamed for them going extinct, or that's part of their going extinct, the Maori do have legends or did have legends of children being carried off yeah. by this large bird so yes it so. could have easily eaten a kid because let me tell you what they generally ate keith so there was a flightless bird back in the day called a moa a moa moa and do you know how big the moa is 3.6 meters tall so that's close to 10 feet yeah i was about to say do, do english for me <laughs> 249 kilograms which puts us at about 600 pounds. All right. So imagine a flightless 600-pound, 10-foot-tall creature. Wow. And this eagle it could would take these things down. It couldn't pick it up. So just take it out. They said they suggested that it would fly from on high. It would be like on a tree or on the side of a hill, something pretty high. And it would swoop down and maybe hook those big claws yeah. into the back of its legs. It'd be like a spear. I mean, those claws so would be like those a spear. claws, each the size of a tiger, yeah. would hook its claws in the back of a leg mm. and take that thing down. And start munching on it. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be able to eat that whole thing. Still alive and screaming. Probably so, man. So now that just sounds almost too much to be believed. And so somebody fact check me if the moa is not that big, because I was in a rush to get this done. But that from a reputable site, that's what it said. Moas sound Hawaiian. Hawaiians are pretty big. I mean, look at the rock. Exactly. Uh, that guy that plays in Aquaman. What's his name? They're big. Yeah, Jason, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa. Hawaiians are big dudes. Momoa. So, so, so that's probably true. Yeah. But this is in New Zealand, which is a whole different I mean, place. and that's just sound logic right there. So It is. So the Maori, what they think actually happened, right? Mm-hmm. The Moa went extinct about the same time the eagle did. So, so most people think that the Moa was hunted to extinction by the tribes, and as a result, the big host eagle's main food source disappeared. Oh. So therefore, no more host eagle. Seems like uh, when you study these animals, though, things used to be bigger. Things right? used to be bigger. Yeah. Like these Thank animals goodness, are huge. Not. I know. <clears throat> I don't know. You have to see, you know, what comes first, chicken or egg, and why that is. You know what I mean? That's a whole other podcast, though. But anyway... All right, what are, uh, you got another one? Let's yeah. do one more, and then we'll just throw out the names of a couple. Okay, sounds good. Around. I got one. I, I like its uh, nickname better than its real name. All right. Uh, either a hell pig <laughs> or a terminator pig. Dude, I'm going to tell you what. Hell pig, I think there's a death metal name band name. In really? Sure, I'm surprised there's not yeah. a band named hell pig. Or a motorcycle gang. All right, hell the hell pigs. pigs. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's kind of a bad sounding name, man. It I don't is, like man. So the real name was the Intelodont. See, that's not near as cool. No, Hellpig's yeah. much better. So anyway, this thing weighed 
930 pounds, near, nearly a thousand pounds. And it was a swine of sorts. Now listen to this. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it was. It was uh, approximately seven foot tall. Uh, That's on all fours, man. Seven foot tall on all fours. Yeah. That is a hell pig. <laughs> That's a big old pig. So, You'd um, have to have a big chupacabra to eat him. Here's the thing. The uh, word pig is probably a little bit of a misnomer because right. it was actually closer related to a hippo. Okay. I got you. Because the, they think that because of the way the jaw was, they could open their jaws extremely wide like a hippo you. can. Like a hell pig would. Yes, which that stuff. doesn't make it any better because hippos are the most dangerous animals known to man today. Right. Oh, yeah. Right? That's worse. So, and so, anyway, yeah, this thing was... Uh, more than it was more than likely omnivorous, right? So it was that's similar to omnivorous. That's ah! that how you pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. Omnivorous, omnivorous. I don't I'm know. just messing with you, man. I pronounce omnivorous. it omnivorous. So, um, omnivorous. anyway, it probably was a predator, but also was a scavenger as well, so. right? But yeah, man, just look at some pictures of the fossils of this thing. It lived about 37 to 15 million years ago. And uh, just look at the pictures of some of the fossils. You'll see how big it was. And when you look at those jaws with those teeth, you're thinking, man, I just would not <laughs> want to come across business, this man. thing. So so I got just the name of one real quick that was interesting. I would pronounce it Epicyon. Okay. It's the one I said was related to the bear dog. It actually lived about 6 to 12 million years ago. was about the size of a grizzly bear. Weighed about 300 pounds. Was the biggest canid that ever lived. So that's related to our wolves and dogs. So the biggest wolf-like creature. It actually had a skull more like a big cat. So it had more of a blunted nose like that old bear dog kind of thing. Yeah. Short muzzle. It was a bone crusher, man. It was like the biggest wolf-type creature there's ever been. Right. That is, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't want that one to be mm. hunting on me either. So, uh, oh, here's an interesting one. The Quetzal Coatless. I don't know. Imagine something the size of a giant predatory giraffe. Oh, wow. With a 33-foot wingspan. So it was a bird. It was a birdish type was thing. Was it yeah. a flightless bird? Or did no, it, it, flew. it flew. And they think that probably... So was, you say it was the size of a giraffe? size of a giraffe with a 33-foot wingspan. Wow. And they think it probably ate... By going around and pecking around the ground like a bird, yeah, like eating small mammals. Why did they use birds. giraffe as an example? Did it have like a really long neck? I guess it had a long neck, okay. that kind of thing. Or the, maybe that was just kind of the size, you know, give you an idea of height, how tall it was off the ground, so right. it could walk around and pluck stuff up off the ground. But they suggested that once it took flight, that it was probably pretty elegant in its flight. Oh yeah, imagine so. As a Quetzal Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl, that puts me in the mind of like some Aztecian type stuff. Yeah. All right. So, though we're getting to about the end of our podcast today, Keith, you got a one or two you just want to throw out like that, just a little name. Yeah, I got us. another one in the uh, what'd you call it? Canid, kind of canid, candid, candid. Now, I, I did find it interesting studying the classifications of these things. It seems like, as far as carnivores go, there's only two, right? The the feline and the canine and the canine. Yeah. All right. It seems like most of the carnivores come into those two areas. For, certainly for our modern age, yeah. Like now, I just thought it was interesting. There's like so many species that that are, follow along one of those two lines, right? You know? Right. But anyway, um, this one would be the canine area. It's a short-faced bear. This one's more recent. Um, definitely was here when humans were here about eleven thousand years ago. Okay. And uh, now let me just uh, say real quick that. 
I'm not a big proponent that um, carbon dating is an exact science. And so I am always open for arguments in room that, you know, right. these are not accurate and we're not uh, discounting anybody's beliefs here. You get what I'm saying? So, right, I got you. So anyway, um, a short fair, a short-faced bear, they don't sound too scary, but this thing on its uh, two legs when it was standing up was about 13 feet tall. That's pretty big. That is huge. I don't want a short-faced bear that's 13 feet tall looking at my face. Also me. could run about 30 to 40 miles an hour, over 2,100 pounds, the largest bear ever known to man. It's right on, man. Well, all right, Keith. There's some freaky extinct stuff that we're glad is no longer here with us. Is that all you got, man? Got no That's more? it, man. We're pegging right towards that 30-minute mark, so we're, we're, I'm ready to shut her down. Yeah, so we are glad that we are not walking among, amongst these monsters. Oh, hallelujah. You know. But if I was, I'd take them down with a spear and have dinner. I'd take them down. We'd be, you know, we, we're we still here, Keith. That's right. And they're not. That's right. So. There's, there's a reason for that. We all holler at us. Uh, do you flumadiddle at gmail.com. Do you flumadiddle on Facebook. Com. Yeah, there you go. Do you flumadiddle.com. F-L-U-M-A-D-I-D-D-L-E. That's one M, not two, because again, y'all. Two is a dessert. Two is a dessert, and we still are waiting for that grandma's recipe from Great Britain or Ireland to help us to make that beautiful flumadiddle one day. So anyway, thanks for joining in. And, Support uh, Widow's Lane. Yeah, and when we put this go one on me. Facebook, go on there and comment any of your favorite um, extinct animals. Absolutely. you're glad that are extinct. And share us, and we'll shout you out. Yes. Share equal shout out. All right, man. Peace out. Peace.